Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good afternoon. I'm Justin Bull, filling in for Aaron Allen, and this is The Rundown. You know WBEZ has a sister radio station. It's called Vocalo. It's 91.1 on your FM radio dial, a.k.a. number two on my car presets. It's Chicago's urban alternative station. It features R&B, hip-hop, jazz, dance. If you're a local artist, you can even submit your own music. If they like it, they will play it. Well, since 2016, Vocalo has been running profiles of the people who give their all to the city of Chicago, people who enrich us socially and culturally with their art, social justice work, community building. The series is called Shy Sounds Like, and it's amazing because sometimes it's kind of like a roadmap. It shows you how people in Chicago have created something that makes the city better, and it shows you how maybe you could do something similar. We're going to play you some of these profiles throughout this week, and today I want you to meet Christopher Lamarck. He's a man who at age 39 was feeling lost, unsuccessful, and he had what he describes as a breakdown. But as he explains, he turned it into a breakthrough. This is Christopher Lamarck. I'm the founder of Coffee Hip Hop, a mental health, a hip hop artist and activist right here in the city. And this is what Chicago sounds like. The work that we do is all about normalizing therapy. Now, we do that is by creating safe spaces through the coffee shop model, which allows us to raise money so we can literally pay for people to start their healing journeys. We're covering 10 sessions for anyone who applies in the black community. We're using coffee to remove the stigma of mental health and to normalize something that we all should be talking about, which is our feelings and being okay with that. I had a really terrible day. 2018, October to be exact, I walked right through the pathway of Millennium Park train station, and there's a Starbucks that sits right in the midst of that. I only went to the Starbucks that day because I needed a slice of lemon loaf pound cake and a cup of coffee to sort of curb my appetite because I couldn't afford lunch. 39, right? Couldn't afford lunch, and that was the best place I could go. I'm sitting there listening to Meek Mill, and I just start falling apart. I had the most messy and embarrassing cry. But nobody was looking at me. No one paid me no attention. It was the safest place I could have this messy cry. And I was crying like because of all the unresolved childhood trauma and the very disappointing failure that I thought my musical career had. And I was 39, and I couldn't afford lunch. <laughs> so... The culmination of all this stuff. But in that moment, it wasn't about, I want to die again. It was like, I want to live. I just don't know how to. As much as I had a mental and emotional breakdown is how I would describe that. It was a breakthrough because it was the clearest moment for me to make a decision and say, you know what? I got to go to therapy. Going through the whole research and on psychology today and customizing this therapist and who I'm going to reach out to. And I go through that process and I'm sitting in front of this guy after I think like two or three sessions. He says, you do know it wasn't your fault that you were abused. You were a kid, man. I'm pretty sure maybe somewhere in life someone said that to me, but I heard it very clear in that moment. Right. And that started to lift like so many boulders because, you know, I, I'm ashamed and I'm embarrassed that I'm a black man who abused and and I still carry it you know I'm still carrying around this wounded boy and so I went home after that and I 
it was so simple. I wrote down coffee because I made that decision to go to therapy by having this messy crying Starbucks, <laughs> right? And I wrote down hip hop because hip hop was my saving grace. It's the bridge, right? It's the thing that kept me alive. It's my first form of therapy. And then I put mental health because my community, we wasn't talking about mental health. We were talking about survival, but no time to talk about your feelings. I know you was considered punk or soft or like weak if you even express your emotions because we were conditioned to just be tough, to be hard, right? It's very important for us to know that, yeah, there are systematic disparities in our community that makes us have to do a lot more to get the help that we need. So I lead with that. That's our first value as an organization. Make sure black people have what we need. The coffee shop is the conduit. It's the thing that you use to start the conversation and to pay for the programming by raising funds through the selling of coffee and merchandise. We take those funds so we can put people in therapy. Ten sessions on us, but we also give them the autonomy to pick their therapist by going to our therapist page. This is Christopher Lamarckham, the founder of Coffee Hip Hop and Mental Health, a hip hop artist and activist right here in the city. And this is what Chicago sounds like. When you look at the logo, like you see 6453, that's 6453 South Hermitage. That's right in Inglewood, South Side all day. White Sox, let's go. Being a part of that neighborhood was really important. It taught me a lot. Not, not everyone is a headline. There's some hardworking men and women and young people living in the city of Chicago in some of those terrible areas that they say from a media standpoint. So while all those bad things are happening on the South Side or West Side or whatever, they're beautiful things happening that don't get the press. And I think that's unfair to only show the crime and the pain when they're so much beautiful. I love Chicago. But you know, they're like the bigger motivating thing. You know, I moved away. I was in Kenosha for like four and a half years and Kenosha grew me up a bit. But the reason why I came back, because this is home. If I starved in this city, I was homeless in this city, then I should be able to be successful in this city too, right? That's why I'm here. That's why I decided to stay. Why can't we build a successful story or to get better in the same city that we struggle, right? So that's why I'm still here. The hip-hop is is like using this gift of what it means to be a great orator, right? A great storyteller and influencing people to do multiple things. We're choosing to use hip-hop to allow people to focus more on their mental and emotional well-being, and telling them that it's okay to be vulnerable. Progression is real. It's like we climbing a hill. Releasing is joy while we plant in the field. No self-medication. Let's live it away. I'm too hyped to go to sleep. We're in a powerful space. New mode, a different code as we circle the globe. You in the front, we elevate and steady flowing in droves. Returning to the neighborhood, investing in souls to build a home, a new school, and a grocery store. Nobody separating or hating at all. Everybody love each other. No dissing involved. We exceed the higher heights, flying high as a kite. Staying tall, we grown, man. With our minds, we fight. There is no limitation. See, we raising the bar. You better get a telescope. See, we chasing the stars. Why? The moon is not good enough and Mars won't do it. With a heart full of hope, these hands influence. We don't live check to check. More favor and grace. More favor, more smile. Vacation and fate. Conversation with the elders. The vibe is free. Always see a sunshine in astonishing trees. And nobody starving while we all gonna eat. Hip-hop is just as important to the black community as anything. Hip-hop was the exception for our community. And it was very much the exception for me because... If, you know, in the times I wanted to kill myself, I can always 
refer back to music and like this gift of writing and performing. And I, and, and I hid in that for a long time. But just having hip hop and being an artist, I started in what, 98, 99 as a Christian hip hop artist under the moniker of Focus One, like Focus on Christ, Unchangeable Spirit, the only one, right? And then in 2005, you know, I was like, you know, I'm leaving church, like the traditional church understanding, and I'm just going to live my life. And by 2009, I, and I started using my name, Christopher Lamarck. So it was like the more I evolved, like my music evolved. While success may be a, a world tour, why can't it also be, I just feel good making this music? Well, this Chicago, right? So I got to talk about Lupe. I got to talk about Ye. I got to talk about Common. And, and I really do love them. You know, Chance the Rapper. I, I really do love them, the brat. Right. No person is an island. You shouldn't be, right? And so when I think about the artists that I love, what they did for me, they allowed me to escape. Like, I, I remember peeling through Nas's liner notes and, like, trying to figure out his cadence and his story. And what that did was, even though I'm, like, living in this foster care or this independent living program and feeling like I'm a warrior of the state with no hope, Nas allowed me to escape. Talib Kweli allowed me to escape. Jay-Z allowed me to escape. All these artists allowed me to escape. And that's what hip-hop did, man, and, and still doing. And so I love everything about our Chicago artists, but I love the, like, the very beautiful gift of the hip-hop genre. Music for me has always been like a, like a window of opportunity to vastly think about something else other than my own stuff. And the moment I really untapped that greater portion of self to say I don't have to keep recycling the same narrative of my broken childhood, I can actually dream about a greater future. Things became even more greater. We can build the universe through the soles of our feet. It's a celebration. I'm steady flowing in peace. With a different mindset, I'm just happy to be. More life, more love. How blessed is we? I ain't trying to go back. Why? I found my peace. You can find out more about coffee, hip-hop, and mental health at their website, chhamh. Org. This feature was produced by Ari Mejia for Vocalo Radio. We're going to play a few more Shy Sounds Like episodes for you throughout the week. But for now, that's it for the rundown. I'm Justin Bull, and I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>